I know there's nothing that I can really say. I wish there were things that I could find that could help counter what you are yeah. thinking. Yeah. But I know that when you're in that place, there's not a lot that I can say that's going to change it. No. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do if your husband struggles with depression. Yeah, this is going to be kind of a personal one. Yeah, a little bit, or a lot bit. Some bit. Yep. Two okay. bit? Four bit. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the question that's kind of playing out in our world currently. Okay. Over the last couple of days, how would you describe my mood oh huh. it's, you've just been really down yeah you've been struggling yeah and it's so so hard for me not hard because it makes me feel down or sad or anything mm-hmm. it's just hard to watch you be in that place and not be able to do anything for mm-hmm. you or help you or not that I can fix it or want to fix it, but I definitely want you to feel better. Yeah. And it just makes me so sad for you. Yeah. Not sad for myself, but sad for you. What are some of the things that you are feeling, those urges, those drives to try to fix me? How do you want to try to fix me? How do I want to try to fix you? Or what have you tried to do to fix me? Well, make me feel better. I know there's nothing that I can really say. I wish there were things that I could find that could help counter what you are yeah. thinking. Yeah. But I know that when you're in that place, there's not a lot that I can say that's going to change it. No. So really what I've just tried to do as best as I can is just to put my hand on your leg or yeah. just to touch you, give you physical touch so that you know that I'm there with you. Yeah. And that's not sexual touch. No. That's just comforting. Yes, comforting physical touch. Yes. Yeah. But it's been hard because there's been a few times that there's been things that I want to say that is truth mm-hmm. while you're in the midst of these struggles. And yeah. I know it won't be heard. Yeah. And I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to fix you. Yeah. And I appreciate that. How does it affect you? If you see me in this kind of depressed state for three or four days, we'll use that word depression. Right, right. How does it make you feel about yourself? How does it make you feel about our marriage? How does it make you feel about uh, life itself? Well, it kind of ebbs and flows, to be quite honest. Okay, Some, let's be honest. Sometimes I can let you be in that state yep. and not be affected by it. Sure. I do okay. I'm like, I can just be there and be in it with you. And then other times you'll say things of what you're thinking and mm-hmm. feeling. And those do affect me. Yeah. They make me kind of want to hide. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I feel like, okay, my whole world just crashed because even though what you said isn't probably really what's truth. It's just what you're feeling in the moment. It has an effect on me. And that's hard. Okay, let's stop and stay on that for just a second because it happens in our marriage, which means we'll assume it happens in other marriages. That when I have strong feelings of any sort, anger or depression or sadness, if I feel strongly, 
my feelings affect your feelings. They do. They do. <laughs> it's interesting. The things we'll come back to that in just a second. I'm going to sidetrack a bit. It's interesting, though, that because the things that you were saying, yeah. you didn't particularly have like loud, strong no. it feelings in the way that you would think that. No. You were just talking, just here's what I feel about this or that and this. And so in my mind, when you say strong feelings, I think of loud, loud. angry, yeah. visceral yeah. kind of things. That's not what we're talking about. No, not at all. It's energy. Yes. Depression can be very quiet, but it can also have a lot of energy. It can pack a punch. <laughs> a depressed person can bring the entire room down. That's yes. a lot of influence. That's yes. a lot of energy. For sure. Someone who's really, really angry and they're not blowing up, they're not exploding, but you can tell that they're seething. They're yes. quiet. Yes. That's a lot of energy. That's very strong. And those strong feelings affect everyone else in the room, including you. Yes. Would your marriage benefit from having one-on-one -on -one time with Paul and I? How about spending seven days with us learning how to apply all the tools you've heard about on the Secure Marriage Podcast to your own marriage? Better yet, how about doing all of that in a warm, sunny, stunningly beautiful part of the world? You're invited to be one of only seven couples to join us on our first ever marriage cruise in February 2023. We'll be sailing out of Los Angeles for the tropical waters of Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, and Mazatlan, Mexico. While on the cruise, you'll get to stay in your own spacious balcony cabin aboard the beautiful Navigator of the Seas by Royal Caribbean. You'll also enjoy delicious food, stunning entertainment, and plenty of free time to get reacquainted with your spouse. If you want a memorable way to make your marriage better, go to Secure Marriage com forward slash cruise and submit your application. Time's running out and we only have space for a few more couples. So don't delay. While on the crew, while on the crew, why can't I say that word? Cruise. <laughs> while on the cruise, boy, cruise. cruise, time's running out and we only have space. I think when those happen, the reason why it affects me so deeply mm -hmm. is because I know that I can't share what it makes me think or feel. Right. Because I'm already burdened by my yes. own crap. Yes. And you don't want to overburden me with your crap. Or just to say, I know that's how you feel right now, but do you realize what you're saying and how it can affect other people? Yeah, you're trying to change my thinking. Well, I don't know if I'm trying to change your thinking. Depressed people don't always say positive things. Depressed no. people aren't always speaking the truth. Right. Depressed people oftentimes That's true. are exaggerating or interpreting circumstances through this very negative lens. Yes. Okay. And you want to make me see things correctly. Or, or objectively. Yes, I do want to do that sometimes. I know from my own experience with depression that yeah. no matter what a person says, yeah. you cannot change that state nope. for them. By talking at them. No. By no, trying it, to give them truth. I've seen a lot of Christians who have a spouse, and it can be either male or female, but they're going, I just got to give you the truth, and the truth is going to change your emotional state. Right. And unfortunately, that doesn't work. And no. as a believer, as a Christian myself, I believe that there is truth. I believe that there is objective truth out there that we need to communicate to people. But when we try to do that in a way that's going to change or fix their emotions so that they don't feel something 
powerfully like depression or things like that, that's not the right tool. It's not the right method. That's right. not how we always change our feelings. Sure. Now, there is sometimes when you learn more information and it does change your perspective and it does make you feel better, but it's not a guaranteed 100% kind of A plus B equals C kind of thing. It doesn't happen all the time that way. Right. And we talk about this a lot about your survival brain. Yeah. And when a person is in a depressed yeah. state, they really are functioning out of their survival brain. Yeah. And their thinking logical cognitive brain is offline. Yes, exactly. So even if you present truth, yeah, even in it. the kindest, most compassionate, loving, exactly the best way yeah. to be heard, when you're in your survival brain, your rational mind is not turned on and it nope. doesn't matter. Nope. And it can't be perceived in the proper yeah. way. Yeah. What is helpful for you when I am in this state, when I've been in this state for the last several days, what do I do that makes it easier on you or more helpful for you? I'll tell you some things that I'm aware of, but I want to hear your thoughts first. Well, one thing that's incredibly helpful for me is you just letting me know, you acknowledging that you recognize where you're at. Yeah. That is super helpful for me because it brings everything into alignment. So what I'm sensing and feeling from you is now lined up with what you're actually telling me is going on. Yeah. And that's incredibly helpful because that just also allows me to go, okay, now I know for sure where he's at and there's nothing I can do in the moment, but just to be here with you. Yeah. That's actually what I was going to say is even though I am depressed, I am struggling. I'm not in a good spot. It is still my responsibility as a person who wants to be a good husband to take responsibility for my behaviors and my feelings and to be self-aware to, right. to be able to look at you and say, I recognize that I'm actually not in a good place, yes. that I'm struggling, that I'm actually having a little bit of depression going on right now. And I'm aware of it. And I know that that's going to be hard on you. And because I am feeling these ways, here's the behaviors that are going to come along with that. I'm not really talkative right now. Right. Um, you came down last night when I was hiding in the office downstairs working on something and you wanted me to start helping you set up something on your computer and it ran into a glitch and we had to figure it out. I'm not in a good problem solving no. space last night and I was getting pissed off at you last night. I was getting angry. I am still responsible to not treat you poorly. Right. To be able to say, this is not a good time. I'm not in a good space to problem solve this with you and I'm getting a little frustrated with you and I don't want to hurt your feelings because I don't want to yell at you. I don't want to attack you. I don't want to come across poorly to you. Even if I'm depressed, I'm still responsible for my behaviors. Right. And I want people to hear that. The other thing that goes along with that is, is I'm responsible for my coping strategies. Just because I'm depressed doesn't give me permission to go drink the fifth of vodka. Right. Just because I'm depressed doesn't give me permission to to kick the dog and scream at the kids and to to behave poorly. Doesn't give me permission to do addictive behaviors or to completely shut off from you 100% and not talk to you at all. And this is hard for people who are struggling with depression in some way or for husbands who are struggling with depression. They are still called to behave correctly. They're not going to be at their A game in terms of highly engaged and highly vulnerable and connective and emotionally, you know, available, but that's okay. Right. They still don't have permission to behave poorly. Right. And because I'm aware of that, because I'm not, trying to do bad behaviors does that how does that make you 
feel when it's like, okay, honey, I'm depressed, but I'm going to go for a drive. But here's why I'm going for a drive. I'll be back by this time. It's incredibly safe. It's incredibly helpful. Yeah. If you didn't communicate that to me and you just left the house to go for a drive, because even though benign, Mm -hmm. you just needed the time for yourself. If you just left the house, I'd feel like I'd done something wrong. Like, what did I do? I'm not I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing it right. You take two seconds to tell me I'm really just having a hard time. I need to go for a drive. Yeah. yeah, I'll be back, and that is super helpful for me. Good. Now I know that about you. I know you love to drive. Driving makes you happy, especially in your little car, and so that's all it takes is just yeah. that little bit, as yeah. opposed to just walking out of the house. I will say, over the last couple of days, that I have seen you check in with me, not over check in, but just say, Hey, how are you doing today? Right. Or what are you thinking about right now? Or is there anything I can do for you? And the answer is always nothing. And I'm fine right. and all that. And you have been making really good efforts. And again, driving home from our thing last night, and you just had your hand on my knee the whole time while we're driving a car. Those points of contact are meaningful. The physical touch is meaningful. The checking in with me is meaningful. The being patient with me is meaningful. Not putting extra pressure on me is meaningful. It really is helpful. And even though I've not been in a great space, we can still stay connected. We have been emotionally connected. We have. We just haven't been as communicative during because I'm just not talking a lot because I'm in my head a lot. Um, I really do appreciate all of the things that you've been doing to care for me. And I hope that in my depression that it hasn't been too burdensome for you, that I haven't thrown you under the bus in some way or made right. this too difficult for you. Right. Because obviously I don't want to do that. Of course. But I'm not at my A game at the moment. <laughs> well, and it's easier to, to when you say things of just what you're thinking or feeling that can make me go, oh. Yeah that are just heavy for me to hear. Yeah. Knowing the place that you're at makes it so much easier for me to go, okay, he really doesn't necessarily mean that. I know that that's what his fears are or his frustrations or discouragements are right now, yeah. but I don't have to hold on no. to those because no. it's just those momentary struggles. Yeah. This it. is the ups and downs of life. Not all of life is going to be butterflies and unicorns. <laughs> right. We're just going to go through kind of a, a heavy season and, and it's my turn right now. But I like butterflies and <laughs> unicorns. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? I don't know. Do you like butterflies and unicorns? There's things to be learned in the dark areas of life. Right. We don't need to avoid them or hide from them. We don't need to be pissed off because we're going through them when we just expect that they're there, then we plan for it. It's like when you and I are going hiking, it's not all flat terrain. We know it's it's uphill for a while. And so for 10 minutes, we're working hard. It is harder to make it down the trail. But once we get to the top of the mountain, then it's downhill for a while, but then it's uphill again. And that's okay. That's how life is. So we're kind of completely beat this metaphor into the ground. We're going through a deep valley at the moment. <laughs> I'm going through a valley at the moment. Right. I'm glad that we're not both in the valley. Sometimes right. that happens, but I'm glad that it's just me and right. you are patient and kind and loving. Yeah. What we want people to hear in this whole kind of conversation is if your husband is struggling with depression, um, you both still have some responsibility in this. 
The husband has responsibility to be that self-aware, um, appropriate uh, person who's going to behave in the way that's going to not um, hurt his wife or his kids in, in extra ways. Self-awareness and appropriate behavior is still necessary. But if you're the wife of a husband who's depressed, if you see him as something that's just broken and needs to be fixed and you keep throwing things at him, trying to fix him, you'll make it worse. Right. So learning how to regulate your own fears, your own insecurities, your own emotions that are connected to that so that you can not be overwhelmed by his feelings, that's a skill that you get to develop. And when you get better at that, you'll actually help him be able to navigate those dark valleys a little bit faster because we're designed to heal. We don't, we don't yep. stay broken all the time. So I think that's it for today. Yeah, I think so. Thanks for being willing to talk about real life again. All right. Oh, I love you. I love you too. We'll see you all next time. Okie doke. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. That's so funny. <laughs> We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore. I'm going to have to do this one over again. <laughs> What to do if your husband struggles with depression. It's kind of a mixed message when you're giggling about the title. Because I went, welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Try again.